Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings and it is Thursday the 19th of January. And as usual in this podcast, it is general advice only, so please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas, or insights in this podcast. All right, well, let's kick things off with the scores on the doors and not pretty doors today by any stretch of the imagination. And we did see US markets come under pressure last night, back again to the age-old argument about economic growth in the US, no longer about Fed and the pivot and a pause or whatever, but more about the problems with economic growth, job cuts, etc. And uh, result season as well, taking focus. Uh, Dow Jones closing down 614 points or 1.81% to 33,297. It had a high of 106 points and a low of 641 points down. So you can see we closed in the US markets on the Dow at least, pretty close to its day low. NASDAQ down 1.24%, 138 points, 10,957. And the S&P 500 in the middle for diddle as usual, down 1.56%, 62 points to 39.29. The VIX volatility index, as of course you would expect, given the pickup in negativity, was up 5.2% to 20.34. It could never last long, down around 19% or 19 points, given the risks and uh, problems that the world economy has still out there. So it always looked as if it had potential to bounce higher as people took out some hedging and that complacency took a bit of a back seat. We do have the ASX SPY 200 futures down 31 points or 0.42%. So we are going to see a weaker day for our market. European markets didn't really see the Dow fall. We have the stock 600 up 0.2, FTSE down 0.3, Germany pretty much unchanged, France pretty much unchanged, and Spain up 0.4 of a percent. But uh, very much at the moment, uh, those US uh, weakness uh, on the back of some of the economic data we saw last night. Retail sales showed a drop of 1.1% in December, which was slightly more than 1% forecast. And they also had the latest reading on the producer price index, which measures input costs from companies. Uh, that PPI showed a 0.5% decline for December. Microsoft said it was letting go 10,000 employees, as well as the software maker, the behemoth, as bracing for softer revenue growth. And it's also taking a $1.2 billion charge tied to lease consolidations and other activities. Microsoft, Amazon, and other tech stocks have laid off more than 60,000 employees. Still, the US has a 3.5% jobs unemployment, so I'm not sure where those 60,000 employees are going. But at the moment, uh, they certainly don't seem to be adding to the job lists. Um, David Rosenberg, one uh, economic guy very widely followed in the US, is talking no soft landing on track for three straight quarters of declines in in real retail sales alongside two successive negative production numbers. Only happens in 
recessions, he says. In other US news last night, US, UBS's uh, Glowth Global Wealth Management CIO, Mark Heifley, has said that the New Year rally could be a head fake and that the positive start to 2023 could be short-lived and he thinks those inflation hopes that it is peaking uh, will be short-lived. In terms of US stocks last night, Apple down 0.6, Meta, the artist formerly known as Facebook down 1.7, Google down 0.2, Microsoft down 1.9%, Amazon down 0.6, Tesla are reversing that good day they had yesterday, down 2.1%. Netflix results out tomorrow for them, pretty much unchanged. U.S. banks, though, copying it pretty hard after uh, some results recently. J.P. Morgan down 3%. Citigroup down 1.7%. Goldman down 03 so not doing quite so badly as they did the day before. Bank of America down 2.3%. Wells Fargo down one7 And Block, the artist formerly known as Square, was down 4%. In US 10 years, we also saw a big, big drop there in the yield. 3.37, back below 3.4% as we are seeing those recession fears grow as opposed to higher interest rates. Although we did see James Bullard once again out and about talking from the hawk point of view and uh, talking tough on interest rates. A couple of Fed heads out and about last night doing that, uh, not helping the situation in terms of the negativity on the Dow. US two years, 4.08%, down 11 basis points. That 10 years, down 16 basis points. The Aussie 10-year following as well. Interestingly, how the Aussie 10-year is now falling pretty much into line with the US 10-year. Interesting, we don't usually see that. 3.41, it was down 14 and a half basis points. So that is going to have a little bit of an effect today. Certainly some of those stocks that are affected by higher interest rates should hold up relatively well, I would guess. In Bitcoin, that was down 2.5%. So the big rally there seems to be over for the time being. The US dollar pretty much unchanged on the US dollar index, but the Aussie dollar down to 69.38, down half a cent or 0.72%. Looking at commodities, a bit of a mixed picture overnight to say the least. We had Brent crude down 2.3%. Uh, $1.97 to $84.75. And we saw WTI back under 80 bucks a barrel, down 0.9% or 72 cents to 79.48. Gold still holding in, but only just down 0.3%, just slightly above 1900. 1903, down $5.50. In other commodities, we saw copper up 0.3, nickel up 4.1%. Aluminium down 0.8, zinc up 2.1, lead down 1.9, and tonne up 2%. Iron ore pretty much unchanged. Dalian iron ore up 0.9. Don't forget we do have Chinese Lunar New Year kicking off very shortly. So there is a bit of restocking going on for commodities ahead of that break. And of course the Chinese economy is opening up fast although so are the number of cases of COVID and the number of deaths, although it's very hard to get an official handle on cases or deaths. In terms of overseas resource stock performance last night, we had BHP in ADR terms up 0.4 of a percent, Rio up 0.6 of a percent, 
So some steadying there for those two. Freeport McMoran down half percent. Alcoa down 2.6%. Tech down 0.6%. Anglo up 2.3%. Glencore up 4.3%. Vale up 0.3%. Arbor pretty much unchanged up 0.3% of a percent there. So let's run through some local news. It is quarterly reporting season, as you know, that pre-cursor to the February reporting season. From the big companies, we do get production reports and also quarterlies from tech and biotech, etc. Michael Hill, the jewellers, has reported record sales this morning. $363 million for the first half, up 11.7%. Digital sales, though, declined 9% on the previous corresponding period. Still up 30%, though, on the same period in FY21. The Rio chief has said at Davos, the great and the good, of course, at Davos at the moment, there is a slightly more optimistic tone coming out of Davos than we have seen previously. First time in two years that we have had Davos in the snow. Interesting to watch uh, Jane Fraser from City yesterday sitting out in the snow uh, being interviewed. But the Rio CEO has been warning on solar. He said, we are fooling ourselves on the timeline. He's told uh, Forum at Davos that people are underestimating how long it will take to build large-scale solar wind farms even in Australia. So something to watch out for there. And in other news today, uh, Brett Blundy has taken a just over uh, 7% stake in City Chic, CCX, which has been under the hammer for some time on the back of some disappointing results. We've also seen Imdex. Uh, they are raising $220 million to buy a Norwegian company called Devico as well. The big news of the morning is BHP with its production guidance in its quarterly report. It says it's maintaining FY23 production guidance uh, remains unchanged with Escondida and BHP Mitsubishi Alliance trending to the lower end of their respective guidance ranges. Full year cost guidance for BHP's Escondida and WA Iron Ore operations remain unchanged. It also said that it remains fatality free in its operating assets for the fourth consecutive year. So good news there for BHP. Ear has said it's been made aware of a permit breach relating to its geotech drilling report at Rhyolite Ridge, uh, the placement and storage of drill program related equipment along the Cave Spring Road was not authorised under the permit. And Northern Star has out this morning maintaining guidance. It's maintained its FY23 guidance after reporting it sold 404,000 ounces of gold at an all-in sustaining cost of 17.46 in the December quarter. The company had net cash of $145 million as at the end of the quarter. In some research out this morning, City has upgraded ResMed. It's downgraded uh, Ansel and IDX. ResMed upgraded to a buy from neutral. Target decreased, however, to $37 from $37.50. So some reasons why ResMed had a good day uh, yesterday. Uh, Carnarvon Energy has reported Q2 net cash from operating activities of a loss of uh, $1.1 million. And in other news, we do have a slew of quarterlies from Develop Global, Paladin as well, uh, out this morning, as well as uh, Morgan Stanley has upgraded GPT, 
centre group and vicinity as well. Centre group upgraded to an overweight from equal weight. GPT upgraded to equal weight from underweight. And vicinity centres upgraded to equal weight from underweight there as well. Nickel Industries, which had a big rights issue, well, not a rights issue, a big placement yesterday, strategic placement and an acquisition uh, from its Indonesian operations, Indonesia being the largest exporter or producer of nickel, has been downgraded to underperform from hold at Jefferies. They've cut the target to a dollar from a dollar ten. The placement was done at 102 yesterday. And Macquarie has downgraded uh, a number of stocks as well. Mervac downgraded to neutral from Outperform and Healthco downgraded to neutral from Outperform as well. Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. And as always, may the trading gods go with you. <laughs>